My guest today is a seven years overseas pro. He is joining us from Athens, Greece, where he is currently playing for AO Onikos Nikas. Devante uh, is from Tacoma, Washington, where he starred at Curtis High School, led the team to a state title game in 2011. After that, played four years at Washington State University, earning all Pac-12 honors as a senior. He holds the Cougars career three-point record over NBA great Clay Thompson, so that's a flex. Uh, without flex, further ado, flex. welcome to the Buckets Pod, Devontae Lacey. Devante, Appreciate how you, doing, you man? man. Appreciate you, man. That was a great intro. You forgot that we, you know, we want to get yeah, you know, you... together. So you got to put that in the intro next time. To, you know, start yeah, man. For beginning. those for those who don't know, you and I go way back. Yeah, way back, fourth grade, third, third, fourth grade, man. Man, yeah, we we've been playing together forever, man. It's uh, <laughs> it's good to to get you on the pod. Um, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that I got someone on here that uh, I really respected, uh, really looked up to, someone who's done a lot in the game for the game. Uh, so I really appreciate you joining us here. Likewise, likewise, man. I'm, I'm, I feel honored to be, you know, on this pod and sharing my time with you, man. Time is the most valuable thing, so I appreciate you. Of course, man. Yeah. So uh, talk to me. What What does the sport of basketball mean to you? Man, it, uh, it means a lot. It's, it's afforded me, you know, lifelong friendships, you know, in our, in our case, um, being able to travel the world. Um and share that with my family and you know my wife uh it's it's led me to you know a whole nother family that i would have never experienced i got people that i consider my family in florida uh st louis um you know all over the world just off of this game of basketball i really haven't done really much else for the last 25 years except play basketball you know um so it's really yeah man it's been it's been a blessing and it means a lot. It means, you know, it's the it's the bridge between my my families, if if I can say that. Yeah, no, that's great, man. That basketball's really uh given you a lot of opportunities, very well deserved, but uh incredible, incredible opportunities. Yeah. Out of all the places you've got to play, so currently you're in Athens, uh what's been your favorite stop so far? Uh I mean Athens is quickly rising to the top of the list, man. Um it, it's got everything. It's got the water, which we love. It's got the history, um, the food. The food is great. Um, before that, I would always tell people Turkey. Turkey was one of my favorites, our favorite, you know, okay. as a couple as well, because it just, I, a lot of us are centered around food, about what we, you know what I'm saying, appreciate about <laughs> other places. I hear you. Um, I hear you. But no, nah, Turkey was beautiful as well. We we got we took a trip to Cappadocia. We lived in Istanbul for like a month. I lived in a, another city for like three, four months. So I got to see a lot in Turkey and it was great, man. The people were nice. Um, it, it had a lot of history, a lot of culture. Um and they were very respectful too, you know what I'm saying? And it was an enjoyable time. And they chilled. They they chilled, which is right up my alley. We drank a lot of tea, had a lot of coffee. So it was a good vibe for sure. I'll definitely go back. That's great, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So as I said to start, uh, this is your seventh year as a pro. Um, at this point of your career, when you're looking at this season, first of all, what are your expectations for the team? And second, what are your expectations for yourself coming into the season? Man, um, you know, this is a really good league. Um, this is one of the better leagues I've played in. Um, so, you know, I'm expecting to compete every night, you know, show that I belong and show that, you know, our team belongs. We didn't make it to the playoffs last year. Um, 
but that's been the main goal uh, is to, you know, we're a low budget team. So we have to keep our, you know, our perspective in reality. And, uh, we, you know, we can make a top six run and then you never know once you get to the playoffs, but playoffs, you know, top six is, is kind of the goal. And anything after that is pretty good. Um, me personally, I just, I want to have a great year. You know, last year was the first year that my wife was able to live with me full time. And I seen the difference in, you know, how that helps you my performance on the court um, and my mental off the court as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because this, I mean, we weren't living in the greatest cities um, last year, but it was still a great time because we, you know, we make it, we make it, you know, good when we're together. So being in of course. this city with, um, I got two really good friends that live in the city too, that play for my team and one of them plays for another team. Um, it's, it's great because, you know, she's happy and when she's happy, then it's just a lot more easier to, to navigate this basketball life, um, with someone on your side that, you know, can help you help and make it easy for you. So that's what I'm looking yeah, forward man. to. Yeah, man. I'm sure being so far away from, yeah, being so far away from home, it's, you know, super important not only to have her there, but to have other people you know around. Yeah. I'm sure that makes everything, the adjustments moving a lot easier. Yeah, man. I mean, even when you get a chance over my last, you know, a couple of years, I've gotten to see guys from around our area, even if it's playing against them or mm -hmm. just, you know, driving to go see them, a game of theirs or something. That little interaction for, you know, an hour to two hours is, is everything. And now that I have other people here that live in the city and we can go hang out and just, you know, grab some food, go watch some TV just at somebody's house that you know and feel comfortable with. It makes all the difference, man. Yep. It, it does. It truly does. And I'm, I'm really excited for these next couple of months because it's going to be like, you know, growing up playing with your friends again. You haven't at a certain level, it gets to like, it's more business and it's less about, you know, enjoying it with your friends and, and I feel like I'm enjoying it, you know? Yep. That's awesome. Man, that's great to hear. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite basketball related memory to this point in your life? Um, it's, it's, it's tough because there's so many great memories that come along in different, different times. Um, but I think, I don't know. For I think one of the, the one of the more special games in my career, let's say, that I will always remember mm -hmm. is the first game that um anybody has seen me play overseas. And that was my wife last year got to see me play. And I think that just was so cool for me because I had been at that point for six years, you know, by myself, um solo. And uh it was really it was really comforting to, you know, to finally have someone in your corner. That's a good memory for me. Um, I always remember this memory. This is one of my first ones and my most memorable ones as well. Like, I'll never forget. It's me and you. We won a championship in People Center, and I hit a game winner. And we were playing Prestige. Yep. We were playing up. And we're, we were fifth grade, and they might have been sixth grade. And I just remember hitting the game winner uh, at People Center. And that was for a championship. And that was dope. That was dope. That was I was. I don't know why. It was just one of those summer tournaments, but it just was, I think it might've been my first ever game winner. That was in my backyard. Man, shout out, shout out to the people. <laughs> hey, you know, for those, for those from the Tacoma, Seattle area, that's, that's a legendary. Man, spot. our banner's still up there. Our, our concession stand goes down in history as some of the best, you know, chicken and bread that you can find. 
Facts. Uh, but yeah, man, that was those two memories are the ones that stick out. We had some great memories in. Those are good, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, who is someone in basketball who has left a mark on your life? Um, I was thinking about this question, and I would have to break it into one player and one coach. Um, mm-hmm. I would say one coach has been. Uh, my assistant that I was at college, uh, Curtis Allen, just because early on he believed in me to, you know, that I could achieve great things. And then he also was there for me putting in the work with it too. Every day after practice, we shot. Um, even on some That's off huge. days, we would come in and he really was like there for me in the time that I could have made the biggest jump I could. And I did actually, you know. And start playing really, really well. Um, and I attest him for that um, because he uh, he was just there. And then it wasn't always sweet, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we butted heads a lot. Yep. Um, just to, I was a young kid that, you know, wanted to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. Type. <laughs> and it just <laughs> didn't work that way uh, when you're thinking about a team and your goals and your careers. And he really seen that I could have a career in this. And he uh, he just kind of stayed on me. And uh, we have a good relationship to this day. Um, so I would have to go That's with good. him with uh, being a coach. And then a player. Right. Um, my rookie year, I switched teams and left. And I actually was in Vienna, Austria. And I lived there for four or five months um, towards the end of the year. But I had a teammate there. He was older. His, at the time, I was 23, and he was 37. He was old, but he, like, okay. he's been, yeah, he, well. he played, yeah, he played all over the world, played, you know, made a good career, good living. Um, he was on the 2002 Final Four team um, for Oklahoma, I'm pretty sure, but his name was Jason Dietrich, and I just remember one conversation one day, and I was just like, man, at this point, I, the coach was Serbian, and he wasn't messing with me, and I wasn't messing with him. And I was just like, man, forget this team, like all this. And our lockers were kind of by, away from each other, all the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, now I'm going through the same – basically was like, I'm going through the same thing, and I'm doing this for my family and all this. And, like, how do I know that you don't got my back? And then basically taught me how to be a professional. You know, you have people that are trying to tell you the way, but then there's some people that you play with and they're actually doing it. And then it was like, I just, we had this conversation about, I was like, why would I dive on the floor for this team? This team don't care about me. Why would I risk, you know, me getting hurt for this? And he was like, but you got to play for the person next, like next to you type deal. Don't think about it as them. Cause they're always going to be a separation between the front and the players, and then, you know, players, coaches, like, there's always a separation. Um, but you also got to play for the person next to you. And then, you know, be a pro about it to approach every day. You could be playing five minutes. I was playing five minutes a game for like a month. And then we went into playoffs and I started the first game and played 25 minutes the whole playoffs. So if I didn't know how to pre- prepare and be a professional and do the work every day, no matter if I seen the results or not, I wouldn't have been ready for that moment. And uh, he taught me all that. So I always tell him that, you know, after that first year, I was ready to be done. I was like, man, screw this. 
I could go back home and do anything and, <laughs> and I'll be okay. Um, but then he really, you know, showed me how to be a pro and showed me how to enjoy it, uh, how to enjoy it off the court as well. You know, like there's certain, mm-hmm. you know, things you can do to just go hang out and chill. Like it doesn't always have to be turned up and it doesn't always have to be, you know, getting faded, but he just told me how to, you know, be a pro and enjoy the cities that you're in. He ended up marrying a Austrian, so he actually lived in Austria and has a passport and stuff like that. Um, but he's originally Very from cool. Virginia, so he just understood the culture. And um, I credit him for, you know, helping me become a pro and prolong this career because this is um, actually this is year eight, going into eight. Seven, I took one year off, so yeah, year eight. And it's like, not many people get to do this for this long after, you know, and have a good, you know, a good situation. Yeah, man, a blessing for sure. You know, something I've, I've, I've heard from, you know, talking to various people who have played overseas is that for American players who go over there, it's a real brotherhood. You really lean on each other uh, yeah. for support, um, you know, for that, for that community. Is that something that you would say is the case in your experience as well? Yeah, of course. Of course, there's a, it's just a different relationship, but, you know, I mean, you're all basketball players, but then there's, you hear somebody speaking the same language as you, even when you're just walking, it's just like, oh, hold on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where, where are you from? Yeah. Um, start up conversations, and then when you see somebody on the other team, it's like, you know the, what they're going through, kind of, you know, vice versa, so we understand that it's yeah. not, it's not the easiest over here, and uh, it is like a brotherhood, like, you know, if you need anything, like, you know, you develop friendships. Um, in a lot of cases, we're, it's mostly African-Americans, you know, thinking about the sport of basketball. Mm-hmm. And um, we mm-hmm. also stand out here more than others, you know, and are from a different cultural background than um, most people around here. So to stick together and just, you know, have each other's back, even though you're thousands of miles from actually friends and family, you can, you know, like I said earlier, the bridges connecting our families. This is one of the families that you can have is the overseas brotherhood. And I do feel that um, with a lot of people I play against and, you know, and basketball world small. You'll see somebody I've played against some guy yeah. three or four <laughs> different times in two different countries. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to see you again, bro. And I hope yep. you're doing well. I hope, you know, and then you see those same guys, you know, at the club or at a restaurant or something. It's just like, you know, it's good to see some other people and see the people that you're going through the same journey with. Um, and it's, it's, it's enjoyable to see. Yeah, man. No, basketball is for sure a small world. You know, that's why I wanted to, to make this podcast series is to show, you know, the, the, the connections that I've made through my time playing basketball and, and working in the sport. Um, you realize that there's a lot of uh, intertwined connections. There's a lot of people who know other people that, you know, um, and being able to, you know, take something from everyone. Like there's a lot of people who have a lot of different experiences, uh, and something you can learn from everyone for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, for me and even me and you, we, your college roommate, I had known him totally separate from, you know, meeting (laughs) you and you brought him to the game. I'm like, Oh, you know, Craig, like, you know, basketball world is a small world. And, um, it's a blessing to be a part of it. Um, but like I said, for sure, you know, it's good to see people thriving in different, different industries and different things connected because of basketball, you know, even you, you know, working your way up all through that basketball connection. Can I ask you something? 
trying, man. I'm trying. What's your what? Yeah, hit me. What's your I got two. What's your two most favorable memories of our Iceman days? Oh man! All right. Um, <laughs> first, first probably nationals down in down in Florida. Um, just that whole experience. Um, that was the year that we uh, had high expectations and, and didn't quite deliver to what we thought we would. Um, but being able to experience that area with, you know, a group of guys that I now look back on and consider, you know, some of my, my good friends, my brothers, um, being able to, you know, have that as a key memory. Um, that was fifth in my grade, youth. wasn't it? And then, yeah, man, fifth grade. Crazy, right? Like, that's like, you know, three quarters <laughs> of a lifetime ago. Wild. Like Ten years old. Um, I'd be, say the other one is just... 20. Bro, I'm 30. <laughs> Right. Like I'm, I'm getting old. I'm getting old in basketball terms. <laughs> Shit, we all are. I would say, I would say the other one would be, you know, something that you mentioned. I would just say playing at People Center in general. Like there was never a weekend that we would play there and it wasn't packed. Like, yeah. we, I mean, not to not to overhype us, but like during our time we in middle school, like we were a pretty big deal in Tacoma. We were a show um, for sure. We played on a, yeah, man. Our team was our team was loaded. Um, and we would show up and there was various teams that would play us and that, and that place would be packed, you know, standing room only bleachers were packed. The, the stage had people, you know, five, six deep. Um, that was crazy. Those were crazy times. Thinking about that, man, do you think that that environment helped us help mold us into a competitive environment, you know, for the rest of our lives? Cause I'm still in those environments and you're still, you know, competing in the, in the, corporate world but that's a a high pressure environment and think about we were 10 years old 11 years old 12 years old and grown adults were just at our games packed it out full gym yelling screaming and like that had to have some effect on us right oh without a doubt man i think just the concept of like being able to handle pressure right there's certain things that you take from sports uh, especially our time in basketball that you don't realize in the moment yeah. is impacting you long term, but then you look back on it and you're like, oh, this is why I'm able to step into certain situations and be really calm. Yeah. You know, I've been in a packed gym, you know, my whole life. It's not something new to me to perform under pressure. So hundred percent agree with you on that. Yeah. That's it's interesting to look back on and I don't know, man. It's just I don't know if it's still the same. I've been around AAU a couple of years ago with uh my brother in law and uh I don't know. It's a little different from how I remember. It's different. So, yeah, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, I think there's just a lot of money involved now, which there's a lot of money to be made. Yeah. No, there is for sure. I can't deny that. I also think the concept of like a national scale of AAU versus a local scale is very different. I mean, you, you and I came up in the Tacoma, Seattle area where, you know, it's, it's a thriving basketball community region. Yeah. Um, and every, every weekend was competitive. Uh, it was a lot smaller. It was a lot more intimate from that standpoint. Um, but it was, you know, a reflection of what now looking at it, the large scale AAU community is like now it's more commercialized. You could say, um, where you're talking about, you know, guys traveling across a couple States to play with other guys and you get, you know, just, a, a, it's a different, like you said, it, it's a different media, aspect now than, than it used to be for sure. Yep. All social it. media makes a huge difference now. Yeah. For sure. Think about, remember, think about if social media is as big as it was now with like Tony Roden, like growing up and him in fifth, right. sixth grade. Tony Josh Smith. Come on, man. 
Avery, even, Abdul, even Brett. Man. Brett would have Brett King was putting on a show for sure, and like people just didn't know. He would have went viral, man. He went, man. He went viral. For it's sure. crazy, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, man, crazy times for sure. So, what is something you've you've learned or taken away from from the sport that you would want to share with the next generation, with those younger than you? Um, I would say that it's a gateway. It's a it's a pathway. It's a bridge. It's it's something to connect you to something else. Um, the basketball, you know, is only going to bounce for so long. They all say that. That's all cliche. But what does it actually mean? Mm-hmm. It means you know, as it's bouncing, you can create a, a bridge, a, a connection, a brotherhood. Like, you know, it might bounce for, for me, it's been 25 years. For you, it, you know, you haven't played in, I don't know how long, it was probably 15 years, <laughs> you know, 16 yep. years. So yeah. that even, but you created those pathways and those bridges to where after that ball was done bouncing, you still were able to use that basketball lifeline to create another avenue to have successful, to have a successful family and to have a successful, you know, of a successful life um, using basketball. Um, So I do believe that like anywhere I go, I've built a connection, whether it's in Germany, you know, Turkey, um, even in college with all the college coaches that I've ran into, even getting recruited by, um, kept great Mm -hmm. relationships with, and even my friends that I went to basketball camp with, you know, 10, 15 years ago that are now assistant coaches and head coaches and, you know, are calling me. We still are having this, you know, opportunity to continue our basketball careers after the ball bounces. And I would say that, like, you know, during that that time, enjoy it, but also, you know, curate those relationships that you have because, you know, it doesn't always have to turn into something. Maybe you just have a good, you know, a good friend. Sorry for my language, but maybe you just have a great friend that you meet for the rest of your life. And that's, you know, and that's worth curating and just opening those possibilities with. So, you know, they always say, use basketball, don't let basketball use you. And that's part of a way you can do that is, um, is just, you know, use those relationships. Because even, you know, in certain cases, if, if you don't want to coach after, you still use your basketball relationships to, you know, mm-hmm go do whatever you want to do. I play noon hoops with some guys and they do different things and I'm interested in that. But because of basketball, you know, I can go to them and we have different life conversations where we open up and I can see a different pathway if I want to stay basketball, but it's all curated from the game of basketball. So I would say yeah, that. I, you know, I think very, very, very few people make, you know, life-changing or generational wealth playing the yeah. game. Um, but a lot of people make those connections, like you said, that, you know, when you decide to to put the shoes away, to put the ball, uh, you yeah. know, out, out of the court, it, you still have those connections that allow you to do things, you know, past your career. It allows you to do stuff outside of the basketball realm or, you know, outside of playing the game yeah. um, that lasts you a lifetime for sure. Yeah. And like I said, it could be in any aspect of life. It doesn't even have to be basketball related, but. I think you can great create some great, you know, friendships and relationships um, just using the game. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, what is something about basketball or or the basketball industry that you would want to learn from others at this point in your life? That I wouldn't want to learn. 
that you would want to learn? What is something that you don't think you know great about the sport or the mm. industry or something that you think, you know, you would, you would love to, to find out more? Um, I would love to dive deeper into the analytics of basketball. Um, it's moving mm-hmm. towards that. It has been for the last, you know, since Steph Curry's been in the league and people are like, that's a bad shot. And people are like, no, it's not. Because, you know, if he hits it at this percentage, at this many attempts, then you're getting more points for, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I grew yep, up yep. in the, where we just played and, you know, you just felt it's all about a feeling. And if I'm hot, I'm hot. This is my spot. If I get to that spot, I feel like I can, you know, beat people. But the analytics part is like, no, you go to this spot and shoot this jumper 10 times, you will make it six times and you do this move, you know what I'm saying? And I would love to yep. just understand yep. that more. And um, maybe, you know, hopefully if I still got some time, understand it to the point where I can implement it in my game. Well, I still kind of do. Um, I had this uh, kind of app that showed me some pretty cool stuff of like of lineups that I played with on my team that, you know, were the most efficient and most this and that and where I was and my hotspots and stuff. So I've seen it before and I've actually used it, but I just want to understand what it, just understand it more. That's all, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, like I said, growing for up sure. for us, it was just sure. all the feel. We go to the park and be like, oh, or not the park, but like YMCA and just be like, oh, I feel good today. Like my jumper feels good and not knowing that I'm getting to my spot every single time and I'm making the shot. So, right. Um, yeah, that could have yeah, made, made analytics have changed the game for sure. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 It, uh, cool, man. All right. Last question for you. Uh, so who is someone you would want to hear on the pod? Cause then in return with that, you're going to have to help me get that person on. Easy, easy money. Um, I want to hear Drew on the pod. I want to put, I'm going to, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to try to get him on the pod for you. Um, he's playing at the highest level you can in Europe. And, you know, to hear his perspective on some of this stuff would be cool. Um, that's one of those things in basketball that, you know, you guys connected, you know, long ago when playing against each other, but got closer yep. through me yep. and you and then me and him. And then, you know, that's a basketball relationship. So I think we should definitely get him on the pod and see what he's talking about. Um, we actually play him on Sunday. So I'm going to have to, you know, maybe I'll talk to him before then, but just letting you know, he might be in a bad mood if you get him on the pod. <laughs> might have to take him to the post <laughs> we'll have to, a We'll bit. have to time that out. I'll be following to see how the game's sure. going for sure. Just know he's going to get straight to the post. We're going straight post. He's been lifting a little weight, so he thinks he's big, so. We're going to see. Okay, okay. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, Andrew Andrews, uh, former UW uh, Husky, playing overseas in Greece as well. Um, yeah, it'd be great to get him on the pod for sure. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll reach out to him and, you know, I'll connect. Well, you guys can connect too, so. Um, but, yeah, that'll be good. But I appreciate you having me on here, man. This is a dope platform. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, Devontae. Thanks for taking the time, yeah, man. I really appreciate it. This is a dope platform. Um and to see you, you know, taking off in a whole using basketball, you know, go corporate, like I said, and thriving. You're living good. Got it. Uh, you're living good. Trying, man. Trying. I'm. I'm trying. How's um? Yeah. You're living good. That is so cow. Adidas, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, All right, Devontae. Well, appreciate you hopping on for sure. Um, always happy to to chat with you anytime. Um. 
and yeah we got to connect again soon we got to keep this rolling definitely these conversations are are good to have there's a lot of people who can take a lot of things from from different realms of the basketball world so um hopefully this is a, a good start for something awesome yeah, of course man. if you need anything from me maybe even a co-host you let me know i'll be i'll be open to anything all right hey there we go might need a might need a guest host one of these times if i can't make I it you, for buddy. sure i got you anything <laughs> you need i got you all right well thank you everyone for tuning in uh if you like what you hear please follow the pod on spotify leave a review uh and catch us soon on the next episode of the buckets pod